found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's primary election day, Tuesday, May the 3rd, and it's going to bring a continued threat of rain. So All day long. That certainly won't help voter turnout. Well, no. In a primary that... Probably won't have a lot of voter turnout to begin with. For sure. Last I checked, we still had some light rain in 53. Mm. And uh, here we are, ready for another day, Matthew. Yep. Another day. Mm. This uh, up your alley, a Ford GT owner in Boca Raton, <clears throat> pardon me, crashed his new car. Oh, geez. Into a tree because he was unfamiliar with how to drive a stick shift. <laughs> He's 50 years old, told police he lost control after downshifting while leaving his housing development. Hmm. This led to a head-on collision with a palm tree. He wanted people to know he was going 35, not 90. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. He Uh. claims the car was covered under an umbrella policy and that he just didn't have the documentation available when that crash happened. Hmm. Was purchased at a Barrett Jackson auction in Palm Beach in early April. Seven hundred four thousand dollars. What he paid for it. Yeah. Yep. He was issued a citation for driving with a suspended license. Oh, geez. And a warning for operating an unregistered vehicle. However, he claims his license suspension was due to an unrelated Department of Motor Vehicles clerical error. <laughs> you got, well, okay, going back up, you, you skipped over this part. No. He told uh, Road and Track, which is like a you know car magazine, uh, in an interview, he claims old tires on a $700,000 car, old tires, muddy pavement, and a fresh detailing, oh, those all factored in to the car swinging out and hitting a tree. He's got excuses for excuses, man. He said the crash occurred as he shifted up into second gear from first, not while downshifting. Anyway, he ruined a pretty nice car. Yeah, yeah, he did. Those cars are awesome. How do you have that kind of money? You know, it's just unbelievable. But he sounds like the kind of person that uh, has the kind of money to do that because he has an excuse for everything. (laughs) Right. This says the natural immunity provided by COVID-19 infection in unvaccinated adults is on par with protection conferred from vaccines against reinfection with or without hospitalization from the virus. In fact, immunity from COVID-19 was also shown to persist longer than vaccine-induced immunity. So now, you know, we've got this now. Although they're still encouraging folks to get a booster. I hear the numbers are moving once again in Indiana, upward somewhat. Oh, really? Cut that on the news earlier this morning. Hmm. Says natural immunity in unvaccinated individuals was shown to persist for up to nine months. Wow. Following the initial infection, which was as far out as researchers were able to study. 
So if you've had it, you've never had a vaccine, you should have some immunity according to that information. And uh, here's proof that men are not the only guys that have to get naked when something goes amok. <laughs> Which is true. When you hear a naked person yeah. gets angry and does something, it's like it's a guy. It's, it's a dude. This in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Police arrested a woman who hit someone's truck with a piece of lumber, then took all of her clothes off. <sighs> The driver of the truck flagged down Tulsa police, <laughs> said that a woman smashed their truck with a piece of wood. <laughs> when police attempted to talk to the woman, she took off her clothes and ran naked through the intersection. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Makes her faster. I get it right. She's more streamlined, less drag, less resistance. <laughs> Police later took Jill Russell, who initially gave police a fake name, into custody. She was booked for public intox, malicious injury to property, and false impersonation. No mention of uh, indecent exposure. Yeah. That should be in there, shouldn't it? But, uh, wow. Take them off and run. What, what, what causes you to do that, man? Like, I've never understood. I don't know. I'm going to take my clothes off and... <laughs> do this illegal thing. And it happens all the time. Like, all the time. But you and I come from a generation where... I, I, I'm not comfortable even taking a shirt off to mow or something. You know what I mean? It's just... Right. right. To me, it's... And then you see, you know, guys walking. Well, they got their shirt off. You know, they're strutting. You know, it's like, what's that? <laughs> I, we don't need to see your nipples. We don't. Just, we don't need to see them. All right. But I, you know, I, I don't know. I guess it's comfortable for many. But um, you know, and and I'll be honest with you, fellas. There are a lot of you out there that shouldn't be doing it. Okay. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and and we're getting close to that non-shirt wearing weather. Yes, we are. Yes. If we are. I heard correctly, I think Monday they're predicting a high of eighty. Nice. And then upper 80s are in the forecast, I think, for next week. Someone just texted us and asked uh, that the lady that, you know, got arrested, yeah. took her clothes off. Where'd she keep her ID? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess you don't uh, carry one when you're, you know, a woman with wood, you know, hammering a truck. Running around yeah. smashing people's trucks. But yeah. Lumber. It's just about 6.30. When we come back, Matthew, Monopoly is back at it, holding a vote to bring back one of their classic tokens. Really? So we'll have our own little vote. Okay. okay. All right. As to what Monopoly token you think should return. Okay. And which one should be knocked out. Okay. It. Uh, so we've got, oh, so much to, mm. so much to do. And we'll uh, check news now with Karen. This is Tidbits. Primary election day. And uh, this is a Tuesday edition of Tidbits. One of the six retired Monopoly tokens 
will be making a comeback, and it's up to us to decide. It's up to us. Hasbro, the maker of Monopoly, announced a fan vote to bring back a classic token. Those tokens, which have been retired, include the thimble, the wheelbarrow, the iron, the boot, horse and rider, and money bag. I don't know that I recall the horse and rider and money bag in the original. I don't either. Yeah. The return of one of those means that one of the current tokens, Scotty, the cute little pup, mm. the battleship, the race car, the top hat, and these are different ones than they used to be. Penguin, T-Rex, Hazel, and Rubber Ducky. One of those will be sent into retirement. Okay. Voting's officially underway. It'll last for three weeks, at which time Hasbro will announce the results. The updated tokens will appear on shelves this fall in the U.S. and globally by the spring of 2023. So what would you vote for? What are you bringing back? As I, you know, I look back to the classic. Uh, I'd probably bring back my vote. To, uh, it's between two. Okay. The wheelbarrow or the boot. Oh, all right. How about you? I was going to say either the iron. Okay. Or the money bag. See, I'm not familiar with the money bag. I'm not either, but I'd like to see it. Okay. I would I would choose the money bag if I were playing. When's the last time you played Monopoly? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the original board game's been many, many years. Oh, for sure. I did play a video version. Yeah. But that's still been many, many years ago. Right. But, uh, you know, I never comprehended how do you really play the game, because we always just played it. We never you know, had any official rules. <laughs> of course. No one ever mortgaged a property or anything when I was a kid. Yeah. And that's the gist of it. You can mortgage. And... Yeah. But um, how about the listeners? What would they... See, I, I've not seen a current board. I haven't seen the Penguin, the T-Rex, Hazel, sure. and Rubber Ducky. What's Hazel? I don't know what Hazel is. <laughs> is it like Hazel from the old television series? Hazel? <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> Hazel was a was a housemaid. Hazel. But I, I don't know. I'm not sure either. So they're letting you vote, and you've got uh, three weeks to uh, come up with it. It says 2017's most recent fan vote, the thimble, wheelbarrow, and boot were retired and then replaced by the Penguin, T-Rex, and Rubber Ducky. So just a few short years ago is when that took place. Hmm. If you'd like to vote, you can go to MonopolyTokenVote.com. So the six original Monopoly pieces okay. were the Battleship, yeah. Boot, mm -hmm. a Cannon. Oh, yes, a Cannon. A Thimble, mm -hmm. a Top Hat, and an Iron. Yeah. When did Scotty come in? Uh, let's see. There's a whole article here. Okay. Later in 1935, the race car was added to the game to make seven Monopoly tokens. Yes, I got that for my sixth birthday <laughs> in 35. Shortly afterward, the purse was added to make eight. Over the next 12 months, two more pieces were added, the lantern and the rocking horse, to make what is considered to be the 10 classic Monopoly pieces. So if you had an original, original Monopoly board, it might be worth something, yeah. I would think. 
When America became involved in the Second World War, the metals used to make the die-cast pieces were instead needed to, for the armed forces and other essentials to make bullets. So, in, I don't know. <laughs> sure. Sure, they used it for other things. Yeah. but So, instead, wooden Monopoly pieces were introduced. Okay. So, even better yet, if you've got a wooden Monopoly Well, set. the wooden Monopoly pieces look like pawns from a chessboard, oh. but in various colors and designs. Okay. See, I never knew the history. I didn't know it was that old. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I guess the, the pricing on the thing was based on that time era, you know, $50, your whole penalty, electric. From 1950 <laughs> until 1998, the Monopoly game pieces stayed the same. They were the dog, battleship, race car, top hat, iron, horse, rider, sorry, horse and rider, and the howitzer. <laughs> Those that eight, came about after the war. Yes. <laughs> Those eight Monopoly game pieces formed the backbone of the game for many years. Okay. So that's the era I'm accustomed to. Yes. That, that particular board. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. In 1998, with Hasbro <laughs> now in charge, a new playing piece was added. 1.5 million people voted in a competition to decide whether the new token would be a sack of money, a piggy bank, or a biplane. With 51% of the vote, the sack of money won. Okay. Used so. for a decade before retiring in 2007. See, I did. I didn't know it existed. That's right. So, see, you're teaching all of us. Yeah. Monopoly facts. <laughs> well, uh, well-loved board game creating many a sibling rivalry and arguments. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Through many, many years. So I don't know. The only thing I could see here is right now, the current lineup, all right, is the Top Hat, Battleship, Race Car, Scotty Dog, <laughs> Cat, T-Rex, Penguin, Rubber Ducky. Okay. So I don't know why our story says Hazel. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I, I don't know either. Um, if that wasn't. If that was a, um, I don't know. A typo? Yeah. Or, it may, uh, the only thing I'm thinking is the, the cat actually has a name, Hazel, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I don't. But there you go. So place your vote, and you can. Uh, does anybody still play? I, I presume families still play board games, right? I mean, it just seems so much easier to do electronic stuff. It just seems like every every time you mention Monopoly to anyone, it's like people hang their heads. <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's oh, fine. <laughs> no, I'm not playing Monopoly. You know, it's like, <laughs> and yet we treat it like it's this, like it's the, yeah. the the golden granddaddy of all board games. And it probably was back in its day. I guess. <laughs> Here's. Here's a guy from St. Louis taken to the hospital after he was bitten by a rabid bat. Oh, jeez. Now, listen to this. He was attempting to save a bat that was being attacked by a bird. Now, what? Just let it happen. It's let nature. Let nature take its course, man. <laughs> let nature do its thing. <laughs> then the bat bit him on the finger. Oh, jeez. Taken to a hospital to receive rabies vaccination and tetanus booster shot. The DPHS's animal care and control killed the bat, took it to the Missouri Public Laboratory, where it tested positive for rabies. Oh, geez. 
Now, would you help a bat? No. You've had issues with bats. I, I have had issues you with know? bats. And you're certainly not going to help a bat. No. <laughs> Let the bird have its way. Okay? It's, but then again, if the bird got bit, perhaps there's more rabies. And the next thing you know, it's a horror movie. Okay? <laughs> Rabid birds chasing you around. I, I don't know, but I wouldn't help it. Of course, Mother's Day Sunday. Here's a new Mother's Day poll reveals the best gifts to get her. May hinge on what type of mom she is. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Seven and ten call their mom their best friend. 63% think their mom is a superhero who can take on any challenge and resolve it with grace. The average person would spend about 300 bucks on a gift for their special day to show these moms their appreciation, but two and three agree that you don't have to break the bank to show mom love. Finding the right gift can be tricky. Sure. 64% are confident they know what their moms would enjoy as presents. Still, three quarters of respondents make sure they're on the right track by asking what they want. Sometimes moms get so excited that three and four survey takers admit they have to hide the presents so the surprise isn't ruined. More so than Christmas, evidently. Top presents people prefer getting their moms. Okay. Personalized items like photo frames or blankets. Okay. Edible gifts like chocolate or fruit arrangements. Or household necessities like a new TV or wine glasses. Mom, a new TV for Mother's Day. <laughs> to avoid gifting mishaps from their partners and kids, 74% of moms don't mind letting them know what they want in advance. So, you know, listen to mom, pay attention. Moms also weighed in on the kind of gifts they like. 82% of many, they expect a gift from their significant other and or kids. They also revealed how their personalities might influence what they hope to get. Foodie moms, who love to eat, snack, and try new foods, would be happiest with edible gifts, of course. But would also love a getaway or gift card certificate. Soccer moms, who are sporty mm. and take their kids to sporting events and practice, are not shy about letting their families know what they want in advance. They also prefer homemade or Household gifts. Wine moms, when she's sober, she'll let you know. <laughs> she has a preference for heartfelt homemade gifts or ones they can munch on. <laughs> a wine mom. <laughs> no. 62% right. of moms admit that they're, they've pretended to like a gift in the past like a plant mud flaps for their car or dish towels mud flaps <laughs> who's getting their mom mud flaps that's thoughtful yeah it's probably the husband probably <laughs> well you know you pull in the driveway and it kicks up i just want to keep your car clean so i got you some mud flaps 88 percent of moms say no matter what their kids and or significant other gets them for mother's day they always value the thought behind the gift more than the gift itself. When it comes to safe choices, a fifth of moms also agree that jewelry is an option. 
Hmm. <laughs> There's something that'll turn her finger green. <laughs> so there you go. Mother's Day's tough. Yep. I. It's tough, you know. Father's Day comes up in June. Yes. Man, it's just, you know, I don't know about you, but it's like in the past. My parents always, you know, I. She always seemed to like plants and stuff. I, you know, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And it's not like, you know, television, you know, you watch and, and like for Father's Day, it's a tie or something. Well, most of us around here don't have fathers that wear ties. Right. Except maybe Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's pretty much a thing of the past for the most part. So it's, you know, maybe some good old aqua velva. There you go. Skin bracer. <laughs> what was it? They did that and then. Yep. Smack them so thanks, I needed that. <laughs> Bye, man. <laughs> so, there you go. All right. A, another edition of Tidbits. Oh. Okay. Get out and vote. On this election day. Vote early. Vote often. That's right. <laughs> you can't do that. No, this, you can't. You know, I mean, because it's just, we can't, you, you can't cheat at the ballot box here in this county or in Indiana. Yeah, you know, the state of Indiana has really good yeah, so. election procedures. Like so, really good election yeah. procedures. So so get your vote in and um, on this primary day. You've okay. got till six. There you go. Six They're open three. right now. So All right. All See right. you, Matt. See you. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.